There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia on this Monday afternoon. And don't forget, we got a live broadcast where you can catch the girls at El Burrito Mercado this Thursday for Pride. So be sure to come check them out there. We've got Sam Smith tickets to give away at that showing. But right now, what do we oh, have in so store great. for us? Plus, this? plus it's going to be happy hour. Yes. That's happy hour when we're out at El Burrito Mercado. We'd That's love right. to see you. It's such a fun place. Yes, it is. That's right. So I got to just get caught up on, did you and Brittany discuss um, the Natalie Portman, her husband, cheating on Millipede, her with a 25-year-old, yes. the ballerino, yes. Benjamin? Yes, we did. Did uh, your legacy gossip remind, mind remember that when she got together with... Uh, Benjamin Milliped. The ballerina coordinator when she made the Black Swan oh, movie. Yes. Um, I forgot that he was entangled in another relationship when she became entangled with him. Yes. I forgot about that. living with another ballerina, not Isabella Boylston, who was not happy about the affair he had with Natalie Perman on the set. And she was quite upset with his cheating ways. Natalie shrugged her shoulders and got pregnant quickly. Twelve years later, here we are. <laughs> well, and this also broke at like two fifty-five on Friday. Mm-hmm. We didn't have time to do extensive yeah, research, yeah, and yeah. I forgot that part of it. But I do remember that he was—he didn't he, seem—he he was a dog to he, his girlfriend he, when he got together with her, and he's doing it again. And now, now he dabbled with the twenty-five-year-old. Is she a ballerina surprise. as well? Uh, she is someone. She's a pal of Greta Thunberg, and she's made a number of short. Films on the environment, and she was named by French Vanity Fair as one of the fifty French women who made twenty twenty. Hmm. She was twenty two, mm-hmm. so she's not a ballerina, but um, she gave him attention. Yes, Camille Etienne. Mm-hmm. She gave him attention, and and Natalie's bought you know the soccer women's soccer team in L.A. with these other women. She's out supporting women's soccer. So we'll see what happens with those two. Well. The headlines, they're hanging on by a thread. Yeah. She hasn't said anything, but she was out this weekend, Natalie Portman. Mm -hmm. Without him. Right. At a soccer game (laughs) in France. I thought she was at Roland Garros. She Um, wasn't. I have this image of Tom Cruise calling up uh, movie theater owners and like going ballistic because ever since the trailers for Barbie and Oppenheimer started dropping, people have been trying to make a narrative out of Bob Barbie Versus the nuclear uh, bomb since both movies released July 28th. But it turns out the real fight is between Tom Cruise and Christopher Nolan, 
who's directing up, who directed Oppenheimer, according to Matthew Bologna's Puck newsletter, um, which uh, the two superstars, they are the last generation of filmmaker stars who can get butts in seats based on their names alone. They are fighting for IMAX screens for their movies. Yeah. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning opens July 12th. Nine days later, Oppenheimer opens on the 21st. The problem, Oppenheimer has all the IMAX theaters booked, which means Cruise and Mission Impossible only get nine days in IMAX. I love that. They get the boot. I love it. And I guess <laughs> I guess the big part of this is that Nolan is a massive supporter of IMAX and yes. has been for yes. years. Always yes. has. He is, in fact, the first film to use... 70. Native black yep. and white cinematography in IMAX, 70 millimeter film stock that spans over 11 miles and weighs 600 pounds. pounds. Yes. Knowing the importance of IMAX to Christopher Nolan and eager to please their golden goose, Universal, which won the bidding war for Nolan's next movie, uh, they locked down the IMAX theaters yep. last year. Good. And Dead Reckoning had all these COVID-related days that made scheduling tough and left them coming in after Universal secured those <laughs> IMAX. So, ra- so Cruz is I, apparently going crazy, making phone calls, but it's a done deal. There's nothing he can you do. You said nine days? Nine days, okay, Cruz. So it's, it's MI, it's Mission Impossible 7 Part 1. Yes. But and the next one comes out a year later. But yeah. we're getting nine days, in, and I'm an IMAX guy. Like, I, okay. if there's certain movies that are right. neat, I will go to an IMAX theater. Now, we don't have a true IMAX theater here in Minnesota, so I can't really say that, but... I go for IMAX theaters, and people like me who go to IMAX movies usually go to them in the first or second weekend. So I'm going to say this right now, Tom, you need to calm down. Calm down. Because if you're true fans and they want to see your movie in the IMAX, those people like myself will see They'll, it in the first two weekends. They will not wait for a third weekend to go see it in an IMAX so theater. So he's... He's um, he's kind of complaining just to complain right now. And kind of... And hey... Get his get his well, name out there. Get the movie out there. Right, but Mission Impossible seriously had so many delays. Oh yeah, yes. and reshoots, and, and then they were that. shooting three movies at the same time, mm-hmm. and it, there was so much drama around this. And Oppenheimer, they have the date; they just book it. You know, there's no it's, malice in it. No, but, no. But Christopher Nolan, if you remember, um, you know, during COVID, Tenet came out, and Tom Cruise was like one of the first people in the movie theater to see the Christopher right. Nolan movie. Well, who's in charge over there, Universal cousin Greg? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know who is releasing the Mission Impossible Seven. I don't know what um, Paramount. Oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. right. He's always with Paramount. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Redstone. So, I just have, you know, the idea of talking. Give me that I know, love it. Whatever. And I can but see him yeah, too. it's a done deal. Yeah, it's over. And and you wonder, I mean, Mission Impossibles, those movies are kind of bulletproof. People love them. Mm-hmm. You always know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. They're good movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think he's just going to do fine. And exactly. Tom dodging a bullet because if the writer's strike is still happening, he won't have to go on any late night couches and try and pretend to be a person. Right. You there know? you go. He can just do his canned entertainment shows and just where they just wax nostalgically about all of his stunts <laughs> and how he did it. No one ever asked him anything about where's Surrey, where's Shelley. Right. What do and, you think and, of Danny Masterson? And but and I'm also just saying talking from brand recognition, Mission Impossible Seven, you know what you're getting. Oppenheimer, half the people don't even know what it's about. 
great. That's a big. Except that it's Christopher Nolan. Okay, his movies every time. You know, The Dark Knight, Inception, Dunkirk. He always does this. But Dunkirk wasn't a great selling. I don't think that did great at the box office. But people who love Nolan loved it. It, it, I saw it. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I did too. And he does kind of do. He does this third weekend July, and it's been very successful. Well, I think we're all going to go to Barbie anyway. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> I'm going, wait! I think I'm going to do the double feature. I'm doing the double feature that weekend. I'll Are you to, really? I'm going to go to both that weekend. Yeah. Have you already booked it? Uh, no, but I always do. Usually, I usually get them the weekend of. I have booked Oppenheimer, but I haven't bought my um, Barbie Barbie tickets yet. Yeah. You're so. <laughs> I'll get them weeks in you ahead, are and I have movie? my two seats right at IMAX theaters that I want. And if I always get them right away for a second, you can get them. I I have a great movie for you guys to watch. Okay. So, um, I watched this with my mom and my sister. It was on Paramount Plus. It's called, and I remember when Annette Benning and Brian Cranston did a few shows promoting this movie. It was just in small the you know, in theaters for like a week, and then it went to streaming. Jerry and Marge go large, and we we posted the trailer for you. <laughs> but it is such a great movie. It's. Fun. It's inspired by a true story. This guy retires and he's like a mathematical genius and he finds a flaw in this lottery system. And anyway, it is laugh out loud funny and just a real good feel good movie. We all just like really liked it. And, you know, sometimes, like, like my mom, you know, she doesn't like to watch violent movies. No, and, no, no. You know, yeah. it was just like a, a movie that we could all agree on. And I was telling Casey about it, and he goes, oh, I watched that this weekend while you were Did gone. He? Yeah. Did he really stop? Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you go to Netflix to look for movies. and I can't you, figure it out. Yeah, you, you're better off going to, like, a, <laughs> like a Paramount Plus and seeing what they have. But anyway, Jerry and Marge go large with... Um, the great Brian Cranston and uh, Annette Bening. You really cannot go wrong with that movie. Oh, it's just a feel-good movie. And the fact that it's just got that true side to it, too, that makes it so much more fun So it is to based watch. on a true story. Yes, they yes. Actually, you can Google these two, and there's like a full-on <laughs> interview of them on 60 Minutes. It's unbelievable. It's it, it, Yeah, it's, that's what really makes this story cool, is you could watch that movie, and you can even go watch that interview, and you'd be like, holy cow, they casted this perfectly. I, I watched a little bit of the trailer, and then I watched a little bit of the interview, and I'm like, Brian Cranston to the T for the gentleman that he's playing, but yeah. Yes. All right, I have to go back to Oppenheimer for okay. a second. Mm-hmm. You guys already probably know this, but Cillian Murphy plays Oppenheimer, and he's from... Peaky Blinders. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's who else is in it. Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Jack Daddy. Quaid, Matt Damon, Damon Emily right. Blunt. Mm-hmm. I forgot all these people. Remy Malek. They're all in that, too. And yeah. Matt Damon plays, remember we talked about this, a very similar character to what we saw yes. in Air, Air, where he's like kind of trying to convince, even there's a line in the um, in the trailer where he, he asks Oppenheimer, he's like, so there's a 0% chance that anybody will get hurt with testing this. And he goes, well, pretty much zero. And he's like, well, I really would have liked zero. You know, I mean, he's trying to convince, every, he's the guy that's trying to convince everybody that this is the right way to go and follow Oppenheimer. So he's like the salesman, unfortunate, of the yeah, right, yeah. And but, and it's got its he, this is Christopher Nolan's first R rating yep. in 20 years. I love it. It's sad. It's going to be an unbelievably great movie to paint the picture of an, an amazing story, mm-hmm. I think. I oh, think. Goodness. I'll be over there in the pink world of Barbie. Yeah. Where apparently they were running out of pink for the set, the paint. I saw this. Yeah. The paint. Yes. Yeah. The paint. Something happened at the pink the main pink paint factory in 
well, Texas or something. And, and she, she had this very specific, the Barbie pink, right? Yeah, yeah, and everybody, as soon as you were talking about this, as soon as this show or this movie got kind of publicized, Barbie pink was hot in dresses, fashion. People were probably putting it in their kids' rooms. Yeah. They were just ordering it left and right, and there was a shortage of Barbie pink paint. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. All right, listen, Grant, it's your, you're up next with the Dirt Alert. Authentic Mexican food. We love the patio at El Burrito Mercado. We love the deli. We love the restaurant. And we love the fact that we're going to be broadcasting live there this Thursday um, during happy hour, which is uh, 3 to 6, Tuesdays through Friday. So stop by. We'd love to see you. But they just, it would be a perfect time to get great uh, meats for grilling for the weekend. Um, Stop in the restaurant, eat a beautiful, authentic Mexican meal. Their food is so, so good. I know I'll be bringing takeout home for Casey that night. I agree with you. And I do like shopping in the marketplace because you can get some authentic brands that you get in Mexico and they just have such delicious. We love the butcher shop with the meat meter and the season for you and if it's nice out go out on the patio right they have mexican breakfast um seven days a week 11 excuse me 8 to 11 a.m el burrito mercado keyword el burrito and my talk this is a my talk dirt alert What do we have for dirt on this Monday, June 5th? Well, let's just update everybody. It is rumored and it has been reported that Taylor Swift is no longer with Maddie Healy. After his um, this last past weekend, he took his uh, time to make out with a surprise make out a surprise make out session with his security guard during his show. Now, they're not saying that's the reason why or anything. And this has not been totally confirmed. But there's a report out there that they are no longer together. And I think we would all agree that this is probably the case, right? Yeah. Well, we kind of thought that they would break up because he was going on a European tour. She was during her tour and like, how are they going to have time for each other? And then she had a talk with him about kissing random security guards in concert. Big, get a new shtick. He didn't. He's in Denmark. He's a big fat wet one on some security guy. And she's just like, nope, I swallowed a bug last night and you kissed security guard. We're done. We're done. Well, here's here's Hopefully she got at least one good song. They're both extremely busy and realize they're not really compatible. (laughs) That's from her team. (laughs) Taylor's friends want the best for her and aren't shocked that the relationship fizzled out since she recently got out of a long-term one. That's that's the best They were just high. She was hot for him for a second. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And, there, you know and that's over now. And that yeah. was a good, a short bridge yeah, for short her to find bridge. the next that's one. Right. That's, that's That's what she needs. And now she can focus on her tour and then find a nice guy or whatever she wants after that. Yeah. So, All right. So let's go over to an agreement that happened this past weekend with the Directors Guild of America. It, where they made a deal with Hollywood stu- Studios that is truly historic. And now this leads me to believe, hopefully, Lori, that this could bring, uh, bring about a little bit of uh, maybe a... a, a an agreement with the Writers Guild Association. So the biggest thing that they brought to it's they're saying it's a historic deal and they're going to they've you know they brought into the, the I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
There's further transparency around residuals with streaming, and, and they also want to have more diversity and inclusion. But the biggest thing that I read from this is that the agreement confirms that AI is not a person and that generative AI cannot replace the duties by perform members. So basically, they cannot replace the directors with artificial intelligence. I don't, you know, okay. I mean, that's... That's, that's just a small little piece of it. But I think directors, directors so would different. be hard. Yes. Than, because we've seen... They had leverage because of the writers being on strike yep. for their deal. There you go. That helped them get their deal. And the writers are pissed yep. about they what has been going, on, been going on. And um, computers are not going to be directing. They're going to be writing scripts, so I've seen. Yeah. They're going to be doing something sometime, hopefully not. But yeah, with, with the technology, the way it's going, I think they just put that in there as a precursor because down the road, you don't know where this technology is going. So they just want to kind of cover it ahead of time. Well, yeah. Even though, but, like you said, nobody's going to replace a director. I, I understand that. Yeah. And and they were able to use their the Writers mm-hmm. Guild thing, but now it's a different thing with the actors coming up. Yes. Because they, they, they may be joined by sag right. after. Oh, really? But yes. They've got, a, they've already voted but they haven't voted to go on strike, but that's looming too. Okay. All right. Um, moving on. Oh, and you might have to help me with this award. So yeah. Hel- Helen Marin has set to receive the American Cinematique Award. Is that, have you Cinematique. heard? Cinematique. Thank you. Cinematique. Cinematique Award. So this was just announced that she will, she will receive the 37th American Cinematique Award. And Kevin Goats and uh, Screen Engine will be honored with the 2023 Power of Cinema Award. But the big thing is, is that the person who is delivering this said that um, she has Helen Mirren has won Oscar, Tony, Emmy, Triple Crown of Acting and is unparalleled, unparalleled icon among actors. She has portrayed characters from Queens to uh, seductresses. Is that yes, the word I'm looking for? Yes, with, Caligula. Yeah, mm-hmm. with a singular kill that has never lost its freshness or appeal. So, when is this supposed to happen? So, this is supposed to happen on November 4th. Oh, so okay. we've got some time. Yeah. This could really, this could happen with the writer's thing right, going right, on. Right. Previous uh, award winners inc- include Bette Midler, Martin Scorsese, Robin Williams, Scarlett Johansson, Spike Lee, Charlize Theron, Bradley Cooper. Reese Witherspoon, Julia Roberts, Denzel Washington, Nicole Kidman, and most recently Ryan Reynolds. So congratulations to Helen on that one. Um, Let's go over to some Kevin Costner news. Did you see what the New York Post is reporting about what he's doing with his properties here? Yes. Okay, this is interesting. So Kevin Costner, this is according to the New York Post, and he, he has some quotes with this. He has admitted that he he mortgaged his 10-acre estate in Santa Barbara in order to fu- to fund this new Horizon project. We knew this. Oh, you knew this. Well, okay. we knew this because one of the things that came out when his wife surprise divorced filed against him right. mm-hmm. is that there was a small, you know, little reporting in one of the trades about how she was not it wasn't so much that he was gone for Yellowstone, but this, because this Horizon Western picture is supposed to be three different movies, four, parts, four, four different four movies, movies, and that he had mortgaged hundred million dollars property to yeah. fund the thing. So there, that that he, was he a, did it without a thought. He said, "Yeah, the mortgage." He, he said, "I did it without a thought. I threw and a, without consulting his wife." Yes, and that's exactly what people are saying because he said, "I threw it at my accountant." 
and his accountant had a conniption, but he said, it's my life, and I believe in the idea and the story, and he's been wanting to make this for a long time, and like you said, this could be possibly how reckless he is with this money, according to her, maybe why they are getting a divorce. I mean, he's... He's, he's obsessed. He is. He's obsessed with he's this got horizon. A vision. He's got a I mission, and he can't mm-hmm. let it go. I want to mm-hmm. see it. Uh, well, we mentioned this last year. We brought to your attention that Louis C.K. was going to be getting a documentary over at why? Showtime. I didn't remember this. Yeah, well, why exactly is a great point, and now a lot of people are saying the same thing but the person who was in charge of it was um caroline sue and caroline sue did the netflix documentary on black pink called Mm. light up the sky and Mm -hmm. so she was just going to take this and tell the story of his rise and fall Mm -hmm. and the effect of the me too movement and just kind of it was something that was showtime was going to do but showtime has shut it down they're not going to be doing it anymore they have already started working on it Mm -hmm. so there's no word whether someone's going to pick it up yet or even if it's for sale um sue is still connecting herself to this documentary but like i said there's no word whether it's going to be sold or picked up by another network but it is done over at Showtime, and like you said, why do we even need to know this? I mean, would you guys watch a show on Louis C.K.? No, not even for a second. Not even for a second. Not even for a second. It feels like a waste of time. And I think that's what Showtime realized. And yeah. with their merger, maybe with the merger with Paramount Plus, they had to drop some money. That might have been one yeah, of the one to go. All right, Grant, thank you so much. All right, let's go furniture shopping, Julia, and let's head up, <clears throat> head over to Osseo. It's not very far from here. It takes about twenty minutes. But Furniture Manor, they have such a great selection of incredible, incredible furniture, no matter if you're looking for something small for your house or you're looking to redo a room or redo uh, the whole house, they will be able to help you and you'll be able to find stuff that you, quite frankly, can't find anywhere else. Absolutely. And the designers, everyone has a design background there. They will spend the extra time with you to make sure you're getting something that is just perfect for you. Or if you don't need them, shop on your own. Great odds and ends room. Great selection. It has to be seen. You have to go visit it. It's a marvelous, marvelous showroom with great people and excellent prices. That's Furniture Manor. They are located just two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo. They open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5. You told us about Finland having... Speeding tickets be based on your income. Now, Sweden is the first country to register sex as a sport. And later this week... <laughs> are they having an Olympic? They're going to host the first ever European sex championship. There will Stop. be 16 disciplines, including no. seduction, no, no. massage, and full-on intercourse. Stop. <laughs> Stop, Lori. I'm not even kidding you. It I is a it. real thing. It's a lot more structured than you think. It's okay. organized by the Swedish Sex Federation. It's open to anyone from any European country. This year's competitors have been chosen, so would be hopeful. So you'll have to wait till next year. And 20 representatives from different countries will take part. The championship will last a few oh. week with weeks with daily competitions lasting six hours. That's unbelievable. They'll be judged on creativity, strong emotions, imagination, physical fitness, and endurance, and workability. It's unclear how the scores will be determined because it's a panel of judges as well as an audience. That's vote. that was gonna be my question. Is Who this asked gonna... for this? Well, they just decided they wanted to do it. You know, okay. Have pose, performance, creativity, and position change. 
Increased wow. blood pressure and That's heart like, rate. It's like figure skating. And of. the most beautiful and difficult pose. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Wow. We just, the only thing we got to look out for is any of those judges get influenced like the old uh, Russian judges there. Remember that? Uh, yeah. So that's happening in Sweden. I love it. There's a new book out. Okay. Um, from Maria Yagoda. It's called Laid and Confused, Why We Tolerate Bad Sex and How to Stop. Okay. This book is specifically about Gen Z, that Gen Z is having a sex recession. They don't do it. Yeah, they what? can't get they no don't. satisfaction in TikTok and Insta and porn are probably to blame. I would agree. Young people... They're not having sex. ...have been uniquely inundated with toxic messaging surrounding Mm. sex that has actually disrupted their ability to feel pleasure. Mm. This is what this author says. Um, It might have helped people to better parse their sexualities, but they're not necessarily closer to building and affirming pleasurable sex lives. In other words, the generation that invented... Spending a lot of time in bed, you know, just laying, laying, laying around, bed. bed rotting. As bed it's rot- that's known. what we talked about last week. They don't do anything while they're in it except for rot. Kids yeah. are getting sex info from TV, from magazines, from TikTok, and there's just not really a lot of discourse still. When I talk to young people, what I, a lot of them say is that, uh, you know, it's just not that important to them. Some researchers call this... Uh, uh, they said this is Very. one of the core f- phenomenon fueling the sex recession um, as it becomes harder to justify the work of coordinating sex when the experience doesn't feel pleasurable. A 2021 Match.com study probing the single habits of single men found 81% said sex was less of a priority than it had been pre-pandemic. And in this book, Laid and Confused, she interviews a series of younger people and one tired 20-something said, listen, it's ugh. these partners of mine with their jabby fingering, lackluster oral, oh. and flipping me over every two seconds because they watch so much porn. Yeah. Young men you. don't it. know what sex is. That's it. Porn. Oh, that's just terrible. And Pew Research Center released data earlier this year that found 60% of men under 30 opting to remain single, which was up from... Fifty-one percent in 2019, wow. and porn viewing is a leading cause. Jeez. And <laughs> even those trying to make uh, real life connections, it's just it's been one of the things having all this en- endless information. And so, anyway, there's a sex recession going on with the young people. So, um, porn isn't sex. People watching porn that doesn't resemble any kind of sex. I've ever, ever had. Ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Not even once. No. Uh-uh. <gighs> I love the sex recession comment mm-hmm. and the laid and confused. Laid and no, confused but this is days. true. I know. No, this I know, is I know. very true. Yeah, and I, I, I remember like probably about 10 years ago or so, Japan was struggling with young people and, mm-hmm. and having sex. Yes. And their population is going down. And mm-hmm. you always said about porn, and I'm, I'm, I just don't watch it. That's not my thing. And so I'm not aware how accessible it is to everybody, Every, you know, yeah. everybody. But it really is damaging it's, because if people expect 
what those bodies look like, what the men look like, what the women look like, what the sounds look like, what the this looks like. Yeah. I mean, none of that is real. No, and none it's a of that crutch. is real. And it becomes a crutch mm-hmm. because, like, that one girl's like, you said, oh, so it seems like, you know, it's it work, whereas you could just do, take care of yourself, yep. watch a little porn, and move oh, on. I know. I, know. I know that sounds terrible, but people that's... People have that's... lost intimacy and empathy. you got to get yeah. out and see people and touch things. People I'm get sorry out to of bring your you, Well, let me bring you some other news then, Julia. Oh, this stuff <laughs> drives me crazy. But hey, we just, we just have to remember, right. remind people. Okay, so here, you know, we always hear about, oh, is aphrodisiacs, are there different foods oh, that yeah. really can give... You know, oysters or you can eat oysters. Well, okay. An aphrodisiac is any food or drug that arouses sexual instinct. Okay. Introduces or induces desire. Okay. And increases pleasure. Now, this is from a dietitian, and these are proven foods. Proven aphrodisiacs. Okay. The aphrodisiac qualities of chocolate can be attributed to the chemicals in it that stimulate the pleasure centers in our brain. And so this is why, you know, there's, I can't even pronounce any of these things, but eating chocolate does stimulate the pleasure center of your brain. And it has to be, well, it does. It I does. believe that. Yeah, I does. believe that. So yep. good chocolate, yes, yep. that that is a true thing. Oysters. The reason why they are considered aphrodisiac is because they are there's so much vitamin B12, which gives you energy. They're the most abundant food source of zinc, which is a key player in testosterone and sperm production. Okay, testosterone boosts boosts the libido in the fellas, but it also boosts the libido in the ladies. Okay, and there's something. Oh. You know, tactile and sensual about eating oysters together. You don't have to eat them raw, but a baked slurp, suck and swallow. That's right, Whoa. Julia. Whoa, Julia. that's our bumper sticker. <laughs> Actually, it's really funny. Years, years, years ago, we had a party and someone brought jello shots, and I'm talking 1993. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And someone brought jello shops, and she was just this hot gal and little white, you know, Daisy Duke cutoffs to her party in front of a friend. She's walking around with the jello shots in these little cups, and she said to everybody, Slurp, suck, and swallow. That is. This kind of stayed with me no, about the jello shops. Works for oysters, too. Works for anything. Slurp, suck, and swallow. I just thought that was kind of a funny thing. No. I still remember it. Honey is also a good aphrodisiac, you guys. Tell me why. The Greek father of modern medicine, good old Hippocrates himself, reportedly used to prescribe honey to increase sexual vigor because it's so rich in B vitamins, which support reproductive health and encourage virility. It has an antioxidant called chrysin that promotes testosterone production and a trace mineral called boron that helps with estrogen. Okay. So honey is a good uh, food to, you know, pump up the jam. And then the last pump one, pump up the jam, pump up get, the it jam. get it going. <laughs> hot peppers. Why oh. hot peppers? Oh, because so. uh, it increases uh, sexual arousal by increasing the blood flow to certain organs. So if you eat foods like ginger, hot peppers, and warming spices, it mimics the simulation of your blood pumping. So the next time you're in the mood to spice up things, please gather your chocolate, your honey, your oysters, and hot peppers. And, and spread get it all over your back. Try adding a little heat in the kitchen.
But those <laughs> things all do work. Prove it. And basically out of that, though, vitamin B, vitamin B and zinc, <laughs> two key things, which you can get in a multivitamin, but if you're low on those, look at that. You don't have as much desire. You don't have as much zhuzh. And guys, if you're feeling it, if you're in the andopause phase of your life, by that I mean like mid-40s, your testosterone is going down, your estrogen is going up. Yes. You might need to um, pump up your vitamin B12 and try and get more zinc and... You know, that's a good one, Laura. Yeah. All I right. thought that was helpful. All right. Very good. And, and you, of you... course, gave us the, how's it go again? Gooch. Slurp. Nope. Oh, suck slurp, and swallow. Slurp. Mm-hmm. Suck and swallow. Oh, there mm-hmm. you go. You heard it here. <laughs> Everybody, it's us talking about Hammond Exploring Solutions, which is a family-owned business that's been operating for over 77 years. Ted and Lynn have just done uh, the leaders in this industry for decades and have built such an amazing reputation. Their um, design team, if I can mention a few of them today, Jody, Chara, Heather, and Leah, they're flooring experts. They'd love to hear from you when you go into their um, shops right now that are open. They've got one on Rice Street and they've got one in New Hope on 169. And... you can go in and they've got designers there that'll sit down with you, help you, you know? And a huge selection of in stock. So it's none of this waiting around and they give you an automatic 12% off up front and there's not waiting around for a rebate or something like Lovely. that. You know what you're paying. Commercial flooring, Julie, Nancy, and Heather are the team that will assist you. Your business is your school, place of worship, senior living, healthcare facilities, and more. Hammernix, check them out. Tell them the girls sent you. All right, I had a couple other things for you. You know how we've been talking about Jamie Foxx? We don't know what happened. We know an event happened. Yeah, you got any information? And No, oh. I don't have anything new. I have nothing new, but we think he had a stroke. But um, your woman that you always watched on Bling Empire passed away. Anna Shea, yeah. Anna Shea at 62 Two. of a stroke. Young. And very, very, very young. And so Sharon Stone was talking over the weekend. Um, she was... Emceeing a luncheon, raising our voices. And she talked about her stroke Mm -hmm. that she had in 2001. And she said um, it was a diverse luncheon about diversity. And she says diversity just isn't color, just isn't nationality. Diversity is also um, medical issues, you know, having a stroke, handicap needs, things like that. Mm -hmm. And she said, I had a stroke in 2001. I had a 1% chance of survival. I had a nine day brain. Brain bleed. I recovered for seven years and haven't had jobs since. My contract has changed since then. She's trying to talk to young actors. I have a maximum of a fourteen-day work um, thing. When it first happened, you don't want to tell anybody. Here's the Jamie Foxx connection. Mm-hmm. You don't want to tell anybody because you know if something goes wrong with you, right? you're out. Yeah. Right. Something went wrong with me, and I've been out for twenty years. She said. She continued, I haven't had jobs. I was a very big movie star. True. At one point in my life, I broke a lot of glass ceilings. I was at the top of my class kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she just said, "It diversity can be an injury. Mm-hmm. And she said, it is really something what happened to her. So when she was saying that, I can see why Jamie Foxx's team is not saying boo. They don't. Because they don't want anything to change and, and if, also because of how they insure these people right? and how all that works. And will we be able to make a movie with right? insurance and blah, blah, blah. Like they've always said that um, 
Tom Cruise puts up some of the money for his insurance stuff that the movie... Because of his stunts? Yeah. The stunts, because they won't insure him. They won't insure the films. He'll put his own money. And I've always, yeah, I think (laughs) that that thing with uh, Jamie Foxx, yeah, he's right. Because, yes, Sharon, you're right. You've had to fight for everything since then. He really has. And so, and and strokes are so different. But again, people, if you know anybody, it's action immediately. My auntie Claudia that I just saw on Woodby Island, she had a stroke 17 months ago. And she um, is paralyzed on one side of her body and really can't talk i mean she can say she understands and i told her i made her belly laugh she loves everything paris and i told her about how last year we were in paris casey noticed that every time a waiter anybody gave you a check or put down the food they would say voila and casey Mm -hmm. always thought he he goes he'd say voila back and then the waiter would look at me, and I'd go, voila. And then the waiter would go, voila. And then we'd all laugh, you know. So she was laughing about that because it is a very French thing, the whole yes. ta-da. Oh, ta-da, yes. You know, but ta-da. she, uh, you know, I mean, a couple times she just looked at my mom and I with, like, just with her eyes, like, I hate this. Yeah. This stinks. And because she just really, her favorite thing that she says in various inflections Today, 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 today is today, you know, I mean, and she's working on it, but it's like, if it all depends on how fast you get whatever that stroke medicine is. I mean, your mom went through it and it's a numbers thing. And I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, it's really, yeah, it, it really, if you're, if you didn't get treatment fast enough and then you're stuck you're kind of hanging in this limbo land yeah the brain does recover though it does but i don't know for the physical part of it how that recovers but i know for the um language and things like that your brain is kind of a miracle but yeah. it takes time yeah 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 it takes yeah time. so i was just i just thought it was interesting because i can see now why jamie fox is just keeping his privacy because then she said, if anything bad happened, oh, that's because she had a stroke. Yeah. Or they can blame it on that, you know, right. kind of thing. That's why the HIPAA laws. I wonder if she regretted being out kind loud of, about I it. I kind of yeah. feel like it. And the HIPAA laws are so strong, you can't, you know, share anything. So I, I just thought that was kind of interesting about, mm-hmm. you know, there we go. There we go. There are we you go. guys missing late night TV? Kind of? No. Um, my mom and I agreed we missed Kimmel. I, I, I was not even a little bit, but, but no it's much. summer. So summer's different than fall and yeah, winter. Summer's true. more. Kimmel oh. takes the summer off. Yeah, and, and I don't. We're outside more. You're doing more. You're well, you more get the active. Sun, you, it's light till nine o'clock at night. You know, you might. I'm out in my yard, usually working on my yard until yeah. nine thirty, and yeah. then and then all of a sudden I'm making dinner, and I'm like, oh my god, it's ten o'clock. Right. You know, so I. You're right. It's more of a winter thing it, for it me. It feel like fall and winter. But I like seeing people come out and promote their movies yes. and stuff. We're missing a yeah. lot of interviews. Yeah. Those entertainment shows are going to have to step it up. Yeah. Because that's all that they're right. going to have for promo is right. the morning show. I mean, this will be a boon for the morning, daytime, and entertainment and shows. And Access Hollywood and Entertainment Tonight. Not like yeah. Question. Yeah. Question. Yeah. How mm-hmm. come the morning shows and the daytime talk shows... Do they not use writers like the night night, night shows? No. Well, The View uses writers, but they're not using any right now, and that's why that show has gone a little off the rails. A lot of people, they're journalists and researchers, kind of like our show. You do your own work. You do your own research. Got it. You know? I didn't even know The View had writers. Yeah, I didn't either. 
you know, until Whoopi like was complaining the first three weeks. We don't have any writers. I mean, she's, I don't know why she doesn't quit that job. She seems so unhappy. I don't either. I don't either. You know, if you want to smile, mm-hmm. go to the Lori and Julia show page today. Uh, first of all, we posted our, Grant will post later our interview with Kristen Harmo, who yes. is a fantastic author. Her latest book is The Paris Daughter. That'll be posted later. But also, the one thing that did make me laugh is Kanye West. Oh, yeah. And his uh, what he walks around with in itself and what he makes his wife walk around in. I mean, it is really something. Yeah. And run, if you're wondering. Run if someone makes you wear yes, this. Yes. If someone wants to wear scuba party. and leggings yep. and padded shoulders mm-hmm. with football under your tennis, not a good look. If you're going to a polo match and you're wondering what to wear, the Vu Clue Polo Classic happened this weekend. And you can see... It's day dresses and wedges are uh, very cute. Very summery. Very yeah. summery. Because you go in and you pat the divots down yes, at do. a polo match, so you don't want to wear you tap the little heels. I like that because why you'll all... sink into the, the grass. grass. I didn't know. Okay, that's what. Okay, I went with Auntie Catherine to the polo grounds at Mon- in Montecito oh, where yeah. Harry plays, and okay. we saw Nacho Figueras. Oh wow! Play and Auntie Catherine's like, bring your wedges. You don't want to bring a high heel. We don't want to make more divots. We're putting them back in. I'm like, wow, I've wow. never done this. Sounds like a golfer. I like oh, it. Oh, you say, saw it in Pretty Women. Yes, I saw it in Pretty Women. Yes, go, that's yeah. all I've seen it in is the yeah, movie. Exactly. That's where you saw it. Well, everyone have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got Kesha tickets given away all week. Job done. Off you go.